Welcome to the Not Too Shabby podcast, where this show is about you. Join us in this journey to view different interests, perspectives, and lifestyles, which we want to accomplish through conversation that leads to joy and creating lifetime memories. We're your hosts, Shaw and V, to remind you that you're not too shabby. Keep it classy. All right, thank you, Destiny. Again, you know, welcome back. And we're your hosts, Shaw and V. So, um, V, last episode was great. You know, we had an entrepreneur in the real estate and everything. It was really good. Yeah, it was Valentine's Day. So how did your Valentine's Day? It was. So I hope everybody had a good Valentine's Day weekend. Um, spend it with your loved ones or your possible loved ones. Who knows? Make sure you guys got to visit Dr. Love. I don't know if he's he did some miracles out there. That's, uh, I mean, I'm kind of hoping so. for it. So, right? Yeah, let's hope so. I mean, I, I definitely tried, but he didn't. it didn't work out for me. <laughs> so still zero success for the guy. So still zero success. <laughs> okay, all right. That works for me. So, V, how did your Valentine's Day go? Um, it was good. Uh, you know, Valentine's Day is always like, uh, I feel like it's just a time where everybody gets to kind of spread the love and stuff like that, whether you have a significant other or not. Like mine was more, I mean, just because the fact COVID and all that stuff, mine was more spread at home, like with the family. So I feel like it still went well. What about you? Uh, for me, you know, I spent time with family, but most importantly, I spent time with my absolute love. It is uh, food. Uh, so, you know, like I told you, you know, during this pandemic, I've been trying to lose a lot of weight. I've been trying to cut down on my uh, calories, you know, working I mean, out, good. but again, it's been tough. That's it's, awesome. been, it's, been, it's been tough because, you know, every other day seems like a cheat day and Valentine's Day was just another way for me to have another cheat day. So, so I had to, Totally I had understandable. To I feel like my workouts are more cheat days. And then I got that one day where I'm like, I'm not cheating today. Exactly. So it's, it's just so hard for me. <laughs> exactly exactly so it's so hard for me to just you know not eat because i love food so much uh-huh. and uh, losing losing weight and especially you know the blubber that i have around my waist it's it's been tough because i love to snack and i love to just eat meat you know i mean to be honest right valentine's day like you said is we spread love and you said it yourself that your 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 other love is technically food i mean so is mine and you can't have love without love handles Right, am I correct? Exactly. You know, I'm spreading Man. the love in the wrong area. <laughs> I think it all works out. So, I mean, it's good. Um, you know what? Actually, today is kind of cool, you know, because we are talking about like different things again, a different point of view. And our guest today is actually phenomenal, you know, amazing. And it's crazy because me, me and Shaw actually thank her every time we start this show. Am I correct? Absolutely. So we would actually like to introduce you to Destiny Moody, who is actually a uh, sports dietitian. So as I said, it's very hard for me to um, go on a diet. I think uh, getting a perspective from a sports dietitian would be perfect. So let's bring on Destiny Moody. Hey, guys. How's Hi, everybody Destiny. doing? Good. Hi, Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. You know, first of all, we would like to welcome you and thank you for being part of the show um and again thank you for helping us out with i think we have the one of the best intros ever just because he happy to do it <laughs> yeah besides being a sports dietitian she's also a voice actor so amazing yeah she does the, the thanks the to shaw yes 
she does the voice for our intro and our podcast, so that's that's wonderful. And if I'm correct, I think she'd helped me out with one of my projects a while back, right, Sean? Yeah, she did the uh, the Black Lives Matter project as well. Oh, that was yours! Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes, that was amazing. That was great work. I appreciate that. So, Destiny, first of all, I uh, thank you for joining us today, and uh, I just wanted to, you know, start by. Uh, Tell me a little bit more about your life as a sports dietitian. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, that's a big question. Um, so I am currently in two roles as a sports dietitian, which is kind of typical for someone at my, um, at my age. Um, so right now, I am the football dietitian for the athletes at UC Berkeley. Um, I this was a very, very recent thing. I used to just be a dietitian that oversaw, that helped to oversee all 26 sports at Berkeley, but football needed more um, attention. And so um, that's me now. Um, so when football is not in season, I consult and am the head of performance nutrition for the new NBA G League, which is basically a league for high school students that do not want to go to college before they go to the NBA. They're high school students that are good enough to qualify for the draft. And they sort of go into this league to help to transition them because they're only like 18, 19 years old into professional basketball. Um, <clears throat> so it's very specialized. There's only like 10 guys in the league, but because they have me as a dietitian and athletic trainer um, and a strength and conditioning coach on staff, they get very, very specialized training before they go on and play, go from high school basketball to professional basketball. Um, and it's been, it's been really great to see, to see these kids grow. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing them play next year. So um, I would say that's the most rewarding part of my job is I see these guys whenever they're little baby seeds, you know, 18 year olds to like 24 year olds, depending on when they graduate college to play in professional sports. Um, and it's really rewarding to see that you were a part of that. So my job's pretty cool. That's awesome. And I feel like that's very important just because uh, especially when, when you were in high school or I mean, at least I remember when I was in high school or transitioning into college. I think it was probably the worst time of my life while I was eating, you know, fast food. This is all I got. This is what I got to get. I just got to stuff something in my body. And I feel like a lot of uh, what people don't understand is like, yeah, you have strength and conditioning, you have practices, all that stuff. But a lot of, a lot of the way your body recovers or perform also has to do with what you put inside your body. Correct. That's very true. That's why they have dietitians because you can't just let them eat what they want. I remember it was very, very tough whenever I first started with the G League um, because they're used to eating Chick-fil-A and, you know, frozen burritos or whatever. And that like sort of got through, right? But the thing is, whenever you're young, you can eat crap like that and you can still perform without really feeling the effects of it. Um, but one, over time, after like all of that junk builds up in your system, the way I like to describe it to them is that you know, you have a Toyota Camry and you have a Ferrari, like you as a, as an athlete, a professional athlete is a Ferrari. So you can put regular fuel in a Ferrari for a while and it'll run, but eventually it's going to start to break down. You need to put premium fuel in it in the beginning so that it's always running the way that it needs to. Right. So that's how I try to describe it to them. Um, especially when you're going from playing high school basketball to now you're on the same court as LeBron. Um, you, you're not going to be able to match up against him if you're eating frozen burritos and Chick-fil-A every single day. Um, and that was just something they would not get. 
Um, but I've really gotten them to a place now where I don't see any more Chick-fil-A bags. They actually eat fruit for breakfast. Um, and I really think a lot of it comes down to education, not just with athletes. A lot of times reason, the reason that people think they can't eat healthier and lose weight is because they just don't have a lot of the right information. Um, and they sort of just are going off of whatever they learned in health class or whatever they saw on Instagram. So I think that education with the right information is really, really important for anyone that's looking to change the way that they eat. You know, absolutely. Like I said, you know, I've been trying to go on a diet for the longest time and I kid you not, it hasn't worked. Um, <laughs> but then again, it is my own fault. I'm a huge snacker. I, as a medical student, I have to study all the time and I got to keep my mouth chewing because I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> fall asleep. <laughs> so, but you know you know Dustin you, you bring up a pretty good uh when you know you said you have to make a, a little diets and all that sort of stuff for you know you said basketball and football have you seen a difference uh in the two sports that you have to like adjust to when it comes to their diet yeah so that was one thing that was really rewarding um about being a dietitian for di different sports when I was at Cal well I'm still at Cal but whenever I was overseeing all the sports is that you know a diet I would be in a consult with a football player. And then right after that, I'd be in a consult with a gymnast and the nutrition intervention is very, very different between those two sports, right? With a football player, we're trying to get as much food into them as possible. With the gymnast, um, they have to maintain a very specific aesthetic and be really, really lean while still getting enough nutrition. Um, so there's definitely a difference. In terms of football and basketball, I would say, um, with football, you just need to get as much food into them as possible. Like, I'm not kidding. These guys are burning like 4,000 calories a day. Um, and it's really difficult to get enough calories into them that's not coming from junk. Um, and it's difficult to get that across to them being like, hey, you need this many calories, but not that many, not that type of calories, <laughs> you know? Um, so that's where education comes in. Um, when it comes to basketball, normally they tend to eat enough um, just because they tend to do a lot more... Um, a lot more cardio there's a lot more running whereas football is more like stop and go they get a lot of rest in between you don't really get that with basketball you need to make sure they don't fatigue by the third quarter um so in that respect in terms of the activity that they do there's definitely a difference it's just making sure that neither sport loses a ton of weight because that's when you start to get into issues with fatigue and injury especially with football so um, yeah, there's there's definitely a difference across all sports. I would never approach both sports the same way. Yeah, and that's and I think that's the crazy part too. Like you said, like it's hard to kind of control what to eat without it being junk. Because I mean, I was actually so I grew up in the Bay Area, um, and I know for a fact that just right outside Berkeley, there's a bunch of different restaurants. Correct? Oh, <laughs> oh yes, man. absolutely. Maybe you should go visit, dude. It's it's amazing. There's a lot I mean, of you say food, I'm I'm gonna visit. <laughs> yes. Oh. um v have you ever been to cineholic no not yet not yet how is that you know what it is though right no please what all right well let me tell you a story i once i had this um this football player um i think that he plays for the dolphins now he's on there he's on their practice squad but i had this football player that came to me one day and was like destiny you're gonna be so proud of me i got cineholic yesterday and i was like why would I be proud of you for that? For those of you that don't know, Cineholic is basically like Subway for cinnamon rolls. You like choose what kind of cinnamon roll you want and then you can choose the flavor of icing and then you can choose the toppings. And they have like every topping you can imagine. They've got marshmallows, cinnamon toast crunch. They've got like gummy bears, like all sorts of stuff. Like it sounds like a fat kid's dream, right? But he came to me and he was like, 
I got Cineholic, you're gonna be so proud of me. And I was like, why the heck would I be proud of you for that? Why are you even telling me this? You just told on yourself. And he was like, because it's vegan, which it is, because Cineholic is all vegan. Like the, the entire restaurant is vegan. That's the whole shtick, right, in Berkeley. And I was like, okay, it's vegan, so what? And he's just like looking at me really confused. And he was like, so I basically ate a salad. <laughs> I was like, okay, yes, thanks. Actually, <laughs> <That's laughs> logic thing. He actually did get you there. I guess we know what we're going to do, Shazay, for dessert once we, once we actually go there, Hasha. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, I, I don't think, I don't know what the definition of diet is anymore. Uh, exactly is it, is it going vegan specifically to cineholic maybe i mean i did tell you my form of diet is called try it so it's all good right there you go there you go <laughs> at least you tried exactly that's why we need dietitians to help people navigate all of this because you know, he was I, I genuinely agree. he was serious <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly man, like you said you know you have to inform them it's the education part you know sure it might be vegan vegan but is it still healthy for you? No. I mean, sugar is vegan as well. So like if you're eating all that sugar. Oreos well, are vegan too, in case you guys didn't know that. Exactly. Oreos are vegan. And yeah, I, I tell you, I don't think one of those is like one cookie is 80 calories, I think. And you're just, you're, you know, you don't ever just eat one Oreo. You get like five, six at a time. That's true. Sometimes people- Or like me, it's the entire package. But we don't, we're not talking about that. <laughs> It's making 100%. my tooth hurt. Just like <laughs> thinking about it. Especially if they're golden Oreos. Oh man, those are like diabetes on demand. Oh my god, those are my favorite. Oh my <laughs> we used to eat those in the island all the time. So Yes. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I think one time we even stuffed one inside a cookie. Yeah, so we we, we put it inside a cookie dough and then we baked it. And so it was a cookie and a cookie. It was delicious. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I can vouch. I totally felt like crap the next day, but <laughs> it was good. It was good for that time being. Absolutely. So, uh, Destiny, you're a sports dietitian. Who's the most like? I guess was. Have you met any popular people uh, doing this or anything? Oh yeah, um, <clears throat> I've met Derek Carr. He came to speak. Um, he's the quarterback for the Raiders. He came to speak for a while to the guys about nutrition, which was really great because he said a lot of the same things that I say to the guys and they don't listen. And they were like, did you give him notes? And I was like, nope, I just know what I'm talking about. Go figure. Um, so I've met Derek Carr. I've also met Antonio Brown. Um, he came to campus and gave me a hug once and then he asked for an apple and I had to tell him no because it was the athlete's apple and it was the scariest thing I'd ever done because I thought he was going to punch me. Um, but just so you know, Antonio Brown is a very, 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 very sweet individual in person. He's also got a wonderful smile in person, um, regardless of what you think of him. Hey, if you need help, we know, we know a guy named Dr. Love. <laughs> see we, we just uh, all about putting people on but yes antonio brown i think i feel like he's very misunderstood but very because he's very charismatic in my opinion yes so. yes oh my gosh super sweet guy so he came to the weight room and um and worked out with the guys which was which was a good time um i've also met um uh steph curry and his wife um steph curry owns the facility where our team currently trains um so he pops in and out sometimes we were trying to get him in the Warriors to scrimmage with the guys once and they wanted to, but COVID like sort of shut that down. So we were really bummed about that. Um, but those are just some of the people I, I, I can think of off the top of my head. 
Um, I've also met Amir Khan, the, the boxer. He came in and worked out once. So, Destiny, speaking of, like, COVID and everything, um, how has COVID and the lockdown uh, affected you as a sports dietitian, especially in California with lockdown was very strict? And I know sports in general have been shut off for a long time. So how has that expected, affected you? Um, it's honestly, I would say this last year has been the most stressful year I've had in my entire life. I can confidently say that it's so, so, so difficult to keep a sports program running and keep people safe. Um, especially when you're talking about with, with basketball, it's not too hard because it's like, whatever, there's five guys are running around on the court. Like, you know, it's, it's not really that big of a deal. Also with the NBA, we have funding. Um, so we have the luxury to be able to do daily tests. Um, we all get tests daily, um, in the morning, they have a really, really good quarantine protocol. I really have to give a shout out to the NBA with the way they're handling this COVID thing. They didn't, I think they didn't have a single positive test during the, the last season when COVID first started because they have very good protocols in place to keep them playing safely. Um, at Berkeley, it's a different story, especially when you're talking football, because I mean, you guys watch football every single drive. They're literally in each other's faces, like pushing off of each other, breathing on each other, spitting on each other. Um, and you can't wear a mask while you're out there doing it. Um, and it's, and it's just been super duper tough, especially when it comes to delivering food. If it was pre COVID, you know, we try to give the guys food, like sort of buffet style, you know, they go in and they serve themselves however much they want, um, based off of, you know, how many calories they need and everything else. But obviously we can't do that. So it's been a struggle to get food to the guys in a safe manner with them all being stressed, spaced out, um, having the cap the foods be packaged but be packaged in something that is big enough for it to house a meal that's going to give a football player enough calories um and it's it's been it's been really really rough especially with all the with the positive cases that have gone on in the pack 12 i don't know if you guys have been following it but i think out of the eight games that we had scheduled we only played three um, and we got to our, we finished our third game, which we actually won. And we were on a high after that. We still had two left. Um, this one got canceled because the opposing team had positive tests. And so then the commissioner of the PAC 12 was like, just shut down the entire season. Um, and it was, it was rough. It sucked really badly, especially for our seniors who, mm -hmm. um, you know, senior years, their time, they get to show what they can do for the NFL. And they only got to play three games and they weren't playing at their best because they weren't getting enough food because of COVID. They weren't able to train the way that they were because of COVID because, um, you know, a lot of other schools opened up before ours in other regions like Arizona. And um, they got to train, they got like a month head start on training and now we're competing against them. So the entire season was just a huge mess. I felt really bad for the guys. Um, and it's been, it's been pretty, pretty rough over here. I, I just sort of wish that we didn't have a season just so we could keep everybody safe and we didn't have to go through all of that heartbreak for the yeah. play. And, that, and that's true. That's why I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested on how to or to see on how the actual NFL draft is going to go this year, just because like seasons are kind of like cut short or seasons were canceled just in general. And then because unlike the NBA, the, the NBA only has like two rounds, right? Where the yeah. the NFL has multiple rounds of like, <laughs> so I'm kind of interested to see on how people are going to basically pick their players based on what they've seen this past season so it's kind of yeah are they gonna have an nfl combine like exactly all those questions come in play you know are they gonna exactly. all these different people to come in so how are they gonna do their protocols 
it's it's crazy to think about yeah for sure for sure but hopefully we're around in the corner you know absolutely absolutely so destiny um another question here sorry um so yeah, of course tell me who's your favorite player in like in any sports team like first of all tell me your favorite sport and then tell me your favorite team and then tell me your favorite player okay this is a complicated question um i would say oh god all right so my favorite sport is basketball but football recently since i started work them has sort of edged basketball out a little bit but I think that basketball will always have a special place in my heart because I grew up watching it my dad loved Michael Jordan um I had a little baby bulls jersey whenever I was a kid um so I'm always going to love basketball like above all else but recently um I've been watching a lot more football than I have basketball um and my favorite player is Patrick Mahomes you know much respect <laughs> you know Patrick Mahomes on the Super Bowl he did crazy things Sure, he had some struggles, but I was throwing like crazy, falling down on the ground, still getting it on the mark. So it, he uh, definitely had the fight in him. So that's the absolutely. best part. The guys got fight. So till the end. So that's all that matters to even put up a show like that. I mean, for being as young as he is, and for him performing at that level, um, I, I'm I'm just excited to see how far he goes. Um, and the reason, and the thing is, I don't gauge my favorite players off of like their stats or like how well they play. I also gauge like what sort of person they are and like what they stand for. Mm -hmm. And for all of his performance and all of, you know, how really great of a player he is for how young he is and little experience he has, he's very humble, which is trust me, something that's very rare amongst athletes. I can tell you, um, a very humble, good kid does a lot in his community. I mean, there's just nothing he's there's nothing that you can say bad about Patrick Mahomes. He's just a great guy. That's why he's my favorite. Awesome, awesome. You guys have it. See, like, hey, right? For any of our viewers, if you guys ever make it to the league, make sure you stay humble, right? Because it does get acknowledged by other people. Just because just because you do make it out there, sometimes remember, always look back where you came from. Stay humble. And if you're in college, it impacts your NFL draft. Oh, even better. See, whenever the scouts come in, they'll ask the coach what your attitude is like. And if the coach tells you that you're super cocky and all that, guess what? You'll end up on the practice squad. I've seen it happen. It doesn't matter how well you play. Hey, there's some inside uh, advice from here. <laughs> so, you know, putting sports aside, bringing your uh, profession back into play, my, I think our audience really wants to know. Is a cheat day recommended by you? And also, I want I want to know personally, what's your <laughs> cheat day meal? Like, what what is like, yeah, I can finally eat this. Absolutely a cheat day is, is it's recommended by me, actually. It, it's just because, you know, <clears throat> you have to live your life. No matter what your goals are, you have to live your life. You don't want to spend, you know, months to years, you know, dieting you know, turning down plans with friends because you can't track that meal or you think that it's going to be bad for you. You still have to live your life. And if you feel like you can't, it's going to be a lot harder for you to maintain whatever diet it is that you're on because you're just going to hate the diet. You're going to hate yourself. You're going to hate your life. I, the way that I define healthy eating, there's two components to it. There's your diet is healthy, but also you have a healthy relationship with food, you know, 
I don't like it when people eat their food at their desk without taking their lunch breaks or when, you know, they're eating some sort of diet food and they're hating it, but they feel like they have to do it. You really need to have a good relationship with your food for yeah, your I, mental I health. My food on a date, so. yes. I, I talk to mine sometimes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> see, there you go. You guys already got a half of it. Um, and I mean, cheat meals, um, what, you know, a lot of dietitians will tell you 80, 20 rule, 80, 80% of the time eat healthily other 20%, you know, indulge yourself with whatever it is that, that you like to eat. My favorite cheat meal is Buffalo wild wings. <laughs> now you got to tell me your favorite flavors. I'm about to go. I'm about to actually, I might go after this now. Buffalo wild wings with ranch and, um, cheese curds with that Chipotle ranch. Oh my God. It's amazing. Every Thursday, whenever they have 50% off, I'm there. That's my cheat meal, 100%. Sometimes on the weekends, I'll um, DoorDash in Taco Bell or Mod Pizza, but my go-to is always Buffalo Wild Wings. And I always get, always, 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 because I'm a creature of habit, I always get mango habanero, teriyaki, and the Asian zing. She knows food well. Amazing. She knows food. When she said mango habanero, okay, I was like, huh, she likes the spicy food. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. That is Love awesome. it spicy. I mean, whoever's watching, if you guys know, at least now you guys know that Destiny might be at the closest Buffalo Wild Wings near you on Thursdays. All right? <laughs> Come into so Buffalo Wild Wings near you. Speaking of spicy, it, you know, Vaughn and I love to eat spicy here. Mm-hmm. And uh, to the point where, you know, I would say we would like our buffaloes to bleed. However, on that note, is it normal or healthy for me to be eating that much spice every day for every meal? Yes. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. In fact, there's some research that says that um, peppery foods can increase your metabolism. Did you hear that? Uh, see, my, my, uh, my weight scale told me my metabolic age as a 25-year-old said it was 31 years old. Oh gosh. Well, you know, that's not too bad. I've seen worse. Maybe it's because of the other <laughs> stuff. Maybe, maybe we're not eating spicy enough. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe, maybe. we gotta increase our spice. Maybe add some that's what that is. Uh, we gotta bring Carolina, it down. Carolina Reaper spirit or something. Oh gosh. Uh, eight peppers. I can't do that much spice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mango, I think mango habanero has a pretty good kick, but still has like enough flavor. It's actually like Tastes good. That's why I like yeah. mango habanero. Yeah, I don't like just spice. I like to have at least some. Yeah, I can't like blow your palate out and then all you taste is just like spice. Like mm-hmm. that's not, no. But as long as you don't, as long as you're not just going plant-based, then you're fine with the spice. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. Yeah. I guess I'm not going plant-based. Well, I'm not, no, nothing against plant-based, nothing against veganism, anything like that. It's just that I feel like now we're getting into every every like era there's a fad right like in the 90s it was like low fat and then in the early 2000s it was like low sugar and then it was like ketogenic diet paleo which we're still dealing with fasting and all that stuff exactly now it's like intermittent fasting and veganism and everywhere everything is plant-based and it's driving me crazy like I can't even tell you how much is driving me crazy like how fast food places have the impossible burger everywhere it's like okay that's great but it's still a fast food burger like you're not doing anything else like it's a great alternative for people that don't like to eat meat but for people that are already eating burgers and they're trying to lose weight and they're like oh I'm just gonna have this burger instead it's not a good substitute for people that are trying to eat 
healthier. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So just that's just to, something that I want everyone to know. Junk vegan junk food is still junk, junk food. Perfect. <laughs> See? Yeah. So um, <laughs> that's why we haven't made the change earlier. <laughs> you have to be educated, you know, before I can't just go to you know KFC and be like, ah, you got the beyond chicken now, don't you? So I'm just gonna try that now. <laughs> no, it's still chicken. deep fried. <laughs> exactly. You can't just have Beyond Chicken for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then you're like, why am I not losing weight? It's like, well, because you're having deep fried soybeans or whatever it is that they make these days. That's that's another reason why I really am not a fan of vegan food because I'm like, okay, that looks and tastes great, but what the heck is this? Like, what am I eating? Like, I, I have no idea what this is. Like, I would like to know what it is that I'm eating. At least when I eat a burger, I know for sure that is a beef. It came from a cow. We're good. I don't know what other engineered stuff they have these days. Yeah, there's always uh, there's always different uh, perspectives. Mm-hmm. So, Destiny, finish this off. I just wanted to ask, what is the number one advice that you would like to tell our audience? The number one advice that I would like to tell the audience. Oh, there's a lot of advice that I could give. There's a lot of nutrition myths that I could smash right now. Um, but what I would say. Number one piece of advice, because only 10% of Americans are doing this right now, according to the CDC, is eat your fruits and vegetables. Eat enough fruits and vegetables. (laughs) I want you to think right now about the last dinner that you had and how many fruits and vegetables it included. Oh, you said dinner. So you're saying besides what I eat already in breakfast. (laughs) No, I'm just using that as a meal example, because normally dinner is where people fall off the wagon on on adding fruits and vegetables into their into their meals but i think one huge problem why we're in a health crisis in america right now when it comes to nutrition is because people are not eating enough fruits and vegetables their fruits and vegetables are being displaced by refined processed carbohydrates like pasta sugary cereals you know bread all of that stuff Um, and those things digest really, really quickly in your body. They don't hang out for long and then they make you want to have a snack an hour later. Right. Mm -hmm. But if we displace some of those things in your diet with fruits and vegetables, not only are you getting more nutrients, you're also getting fiber, which is going to slow down digestion. You're going to feel a lot more satisfied and you're going to boost your health a lot more. So I think if we just, instead of taking things out, which is what people want to do with fasting and starving themselves and seeing what is it that I can cut out to get healthier or lose weight, try just adding fruits and vegetables in. And I promise you, I promise you your health will improve. I mean, I do eat about six cuties and like during my dinner time. Cuties. Oh my gosh. I always had those in my backpack when I was in college. They're so good. <laughs> but uh, actually, you know, there's another question that kind of reminded me from your uh, last advice. I know myself that I'm a victim of this, but I don't know if it's a myth or not. Uh, timing of your eating. So like I eat dinner really late. Like sometimes it's like 10, 11 p.m. And then I like go to bed right after that. Because <laughs> I, I got to have some sleep. So, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that, you know, don't even get off work till like 10 o'clock and then they, they have to eat because you still got to feed your body. Would you recommend, like, is that a good thing or is that a myth? Like, oh, go, going to sleep right after eating or eating that late is actually bad. For your body. Don't eat past seven, don't eat past five, stuff like that. So what I like to tell people is that your digestive system does not work on shifts. 
your body does not absorb your food differently depending on what time of day that you eat. That being said, I try to tell people not to eat within two hours of sleeping just because the digestive process that goes on with your body breaking down all that food is a highly metabolic process. It takes a lot of your body's energy. And if you eat right before bed and then you're tr you try to sleep, you're going to have issues sleeping and having having good sleep and sleep, getting enough sleep is also a really big part of, you know, a healthy lifestyle too. Right. Um, and also just, you're going to have, you probably have some indigestion when you wake up, you might be constipated when you wake up just because, you know, you're, you're sleeping now and your body's trying to rest, but then at the same time, you have all this going on in your stomach. Again, that does not affect how your body stores it. It's not like when you go to sleep, it's all going to get stored as fat. Your body doesn't work that way. Um, but if you're a person that that gets off late, just eat and wait a little longer before you go to bed. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. But the timing does not affect how your body stores the food. I just want to make that clear. Perfect. <laughs> yes. But it would explain why I couldn't sleep all night. <laughs> it's weird. There you go. Like, but see, I mean, I understand like the whole like I'm being tired the next day. But for some reason, sometimes when I do eat a lot, why do I feel super tired? You're probably eating refined carbohydrates. So what happens whenever you eat refined carbohydrates and the graph sort of looks like this, your blood sugar shoots up, right? And then it stays there for a little bit and then it plummets right back down. All right. So you're, you get what we call a rebound effect. Shazeb, you'll know what I'm talking about. So whenever you eat refined carbohydrates, which are carbohydrates that aren't whole grain, they don't have the fiber that your body needs to sort of mitigate that digestion. And so you get this huge blood sugar spike and hyperglycemia, right? So then what happens is you get rebound hypoglycemia just because that's how, you know, physics works, right? You know, super high has to be combated with a super low. So then you feel even more hungry than you were before. And now you have low blood sugar. So you feel tired. That's why they have, when you have a sugar rush, that's you having the hyperglycemia. And then you feel like you need to take a nap. That's your hypoglycemia doing a sort of a rebound. So what I tell people to combat that is if you want to have refined carbs, that's fine. I'm not going to tell you everything has to be whole grain, but try to have a good amount of protein with it or a good amount of fiber from fruits and vegetables to sort of slow that digestion so that you don't get that rebound effect. And instead of the graph looking like this, your blood sugar is going to look a little more like that. And you'll feel not so crappy after you eat that food. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you're basically saying decrease that slow. Exactly. Okay, well, um, thank you for all your insight because I can tell you I've learned so much from this. Uh, also, I felt like I was called out every time you spoke because I was like, oh, that's what Let I do. do. <laughs> I've been doing this for a while. So, so I yeah, I, this I'm show sure is actually more for our benefit. Habits. <laughs> yes, yes. Actually, I was wanting a free uh, consultation. consultation. That's what we did. It looks like we got one. <laughs> There you go. See, you guys tricked me into giving you free advice. Ah, sneaky. <laughs> That's why you guys are the smart cookies. Hey, you're, you're smart here because you're educating us. You're educating everyone right now. So uh, again, thank you, Destiny, for uh, joining our podcast today. And again, always a big thank you for our great introduction that you uh, have for us. Uh, you know, Speaking of that, uh, there is a TikTok that I saw the other day. And I think it was like, um, this guy was talking, he was like, can you be a voice model? 
and then he gives you like four different scenarios and then they he wants you to read it you should do it i think i think it'll be good i will actually send that to you i'll be like you know what i'm talking about right you gotta try this no i've never seen it but i think it will be really fun to try (laughs) awesome (laughs) because like i think one of them was supposed to be for like a i think a clothing commercial and there was like one was like fitness there was one for like qmexa like one of those like um you know like please consult your doctor before using your doctor doctor, all that stuff like i think i think it's awesome so you should try it i actually want to see it i think it's cool that sounds amazing that sounds amazing i don't want to keep her to myself (laughs) but see look hey more opportunities we're all about making people you know know, networking so add remember it's not about you man it's not about you it's about everyone there you go it's about everyone (laughs) exactly well, thank you, Destiny, for uh, joining us today. I do appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank Destiny. you, guys. You. Best of luck to you. Thank you so much. Thank you, you too. Well, what was that, Shaw? I uh, am now legally uh, a fat person, um, a terrible eater, and uh, yeah, I <laughs> I definitely need a dietitian. But hey, she helped me out. You know, the, I don't. There's some questions I knew. I don't think you're certified fat now or a terrible eater she just said science shows that peppery foods help speed up your metabolism which we true, eat every day true. which we eat every day so i i think i think we'll be okay here right you don't think so yeah we'll, we'll definitely be okay but here, here's the thing though okay i gotta stop snacking I, I think that's the biggest thing is because i eat and I, I guess i'm not eating enough like well as she said you know uh I, I'm probably eating too much refined carb, uh, carbs, um, you know, too much like, you know, that's sugary cereals and stuff. And I get hungry really quick. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I, that's probably why I snack so much because oh, I'm hungry again. So I definitely need to add fruits and vegetables to my diet. That's for sure. I mean, I think, and, I, you guess know, surprisingly that's thing, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's one thing I can honestly say, like, I'm proud of It's Like, I don't tend to snack, but I can I do eat a really big meal. So I think that just comes from the background and stuff like that. And like she said, playing a sport, you tend to burn a lot more calories. Absolutely. So, man, you should have seen when I used to play, like, sports, I would stuff my – I mean, I still do now, but, like, I think I used to stuff my face way more when I was playing the sport. Yeah, exactly. Uh, when I used to actually play football myself, uh, I remember I ate a lot more. and But it, there was a point in time where I was eating a little less. And, yeah, I, I got way too skinny. And I would come home and just way too fatigued. And then the next practice would be just almost impossible for me. So yeah. like, like you said, you know, you got to make sure you have that balance where you're not losing too much uh, weight either. So Yeah, and, and that definitely is true. So I guess like I think one thing, another thing I can take away from basically the show today and what she said is like, you know, losing weight is good and all, but sometimes not all weight loss is good weight loss, right? Exactly, yeah. So uh, – you know, as he, she said, you know, like, you're losing the wrong weight, you're going to get fatigued. Uh, you could be, you know, even losing, uh, well, technically, you don't lose muscle, but you get muscle atrophy and everything. And uh, yeah, you, you want to keep yourself active also while eating healthy as well. Perfect. Yeah, man. I mean, I did learn a lot, you know, and um, I mean, now I'm going to put a little bit of thought in what I put in my body, except I mean, after she said Buffalo Wild Wings, I might do. I might go today, to be honest. She did say cheat days are normal and very, very recommended because you don't want to uh, 
you know, put yourself through that torture either. You know, you always got to treat yourself. And like you said, 80, 20, you know, 80% healthy, 20%, uh, whatever, you know, want to indulge on. And exactly. She said me, cheat day, right? Or cheat days with an S. She said 20%. So you can, I guess you can, you know, put that whenever yeah. 20%, you know, here and there. It's a calculation per person. Per About three days. Yeah. For me, lately, it's been, you know, 80% cheat day and 20% diet. <laughs> you see, but, you no, know, you're cheating your diet. You get what I'm saying? By eating healthy. You know, if you look at it way around, actually, actual diet, good point. You know, you're cheating. Okay, now I'm just confused. I'm just going <laughs> to <laughs> But yeah, well, that's another good show. I think we had, you know, another another great one. Definitely something a lot of our viewers can learn from. Um, and for you guys out there, you know, if you guys have any questions, um, I'm pretty sure we can have Destiny come on the show again. Um, and then the next time she does come on, we can, like, you know, hold surveys, see if there's any specific questions you have. You guys can email us or get in contact with us, and we can ask her the next time we have her on. Absolutely, guys. And again, I uh, I hope everyone enjoyed the show today. We had a great guest today, uh, Destiny Moody. Her contact is uh, in our video um, as well. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and tune in next week for our uh, next episode. And I'm your host Shaw. And I'm V. And we're here to remind you that you're not too shabby. So keep it classy. All right, everybody. We'll catch you later. Thank you, everyone.